Hello and welcome to the Tigers Down Under for another week. I'm your guest host, Lauren, and with me I have Alex. How are you going, Alex? Good, thanks, Lauren. Thanks for having me. So it was great to see the boys get off the mark and bank three points against Reading at home on the weekend. Um, it's a shame they couldn't get a win when we were over when we were over there. Uh, what did you make of the display? Yeah, it was. Um, it was good to see them get off the mark though and uh, get three points on the board after a disappointing result against Swansea the week before. Uh, it was good to see um, both Bowen and Irvine get goals as well. Um, obviously two important players for us last season and Irvine's already spoken about the fact that he wants to chip in with more goals this season and I think we'll need them. Um, having lost Campbell up top, we need a few more goals from midfield and, and a few more of our options. Um, it was interesting, I guess like the Swansea game, we scored the goals pretty early in the match after just 6 and 16 minutes for Bowen and Irvine respectively. Um, but then also sort of like the Swansea game, we sort of slipped in the second half. Reading kind of became the more dominant team, managed to get a goal back and made things a bit nervy for us. But um, all round a positive display to see us get the three points. Uh, interesting to see Grzycki get another assist, um, you know, gets the cross into the box, get, beats the defender and the keeper pretty much, and then it's there for another player to tap into the net. So um, I'm sure there's a bit of banter amongst the lads about the fact that he's now given two assists of that manner, and I'm sure he'll get off the mark pretty soon um, as well. Um, but other than the attacking players, I thought Stewart was really impressive again in midfield and, and the defence really solid. I was really happy to see that Device pulled up well and was able to uh, to start the game again. And um, Long, as always, has just really surprised me in a lot of ways because, as you'll remember from the game that we were at against Sheffield United, he uh, wasn't, wasn't overly impressive and was a bit concerning letting in a couple of pretty easy goals for uh, Sheffield United. I think the third was um, not, not the greatest... Um, defensive display from him so he's really settled into that number one keeper role which was really good to see and uh, as a new signing Eve starting up top looked really impressive as well some really good touches and some build-up play and um, I'm sure if he keeps working hard that first goal will come for him so uh, yeah if we can um, if we can sort of stay a bit more solid in the second half get our fitness a, you know a bit better we'll uh, be able to run out games a bit better and and not have such a nervy finish. So everyone loves a cup run, and City made it two wins in just a few days with a great win this morning against the League One Tranmere. How encouraging was the display, and did you have any worries about another second half fade out? Yeah, I mean, as, as I just touched on with the Reading game, it, it does seem to have been a bit of a theme for us in the first few games of the season. I um, I tweeted out this morning that it's kind of interesting that in the first three games of the season, we've scored one goal in the first half against Swansea, two against Reading, and three against Tranmere, and then conversely, we conceded two in the second half against Swansea, one against Reading, and, and then none this morning against Tranmere. So hopefully that means that we're sort of heading in the right direction and, you know, fitness is getting a bit better, um, whether it's McGann getting a bit smarter with his tactics and, and substitutions and then that sort of thing in terms of managing games and running them out. Um, it was good to see, and, and obviously fantastic to see another win this morning to make it two from two, and you know, into the next round in the cup, which was good. And, and, and the fact that we were able to make 11 substitutions and still put out such a dominant display against, a, you know, League One side, in fairness, but, you know, a pretty pretty decent League One side. They were always one that, you know, if we'd, you know, the, the chance of an upset was there. And, and if we'd lost, it wouldn't have been a huge shock, particularly with the uh, the 11 changes. 
but to uh, to manage to come through that with a win was was super encouraging and you know I'm, I've always said on the podcast I'm, I'm very much a fan of a cup run and it's really encouraging to see McGann come out during the week and say cup runs are in our DNA we made the FA Cup final um, as you as you'd remember um, as well as the League Cup semi final that we'll we'll chat about in a little bit. Um, so it was good to see that sort of encouragement from the manager who, who reckons if we can you know, make a make a cup run in the League Cup and the FA Cup, it's all the better. So, um, yeah, really, really impressive display. Terrell, from all reports, really bossed the midfield, which was good. Fleming looked really impressive on the left. Um, you know, um, basically everyone, you know, Bowler, um, Pennington down back as well. Uh, and always good to see, you know, Ingram putting in a good display in goal. So that means that there's a bit more pressure on Long to keep him focused. And um, yeah, I mean, all-round positives from the match. Nothing we can really complain about. Um, Milinkovic was an interesting one as well, sort of comes in on the wing. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of talk in pre-season. He's almost become a cult figure without really doing a whole lot because there's just that sort of um, speculation around what his role could be considering he came in last season but hasn't really been involved to this point. So to get, I think it was an assist and a goal, might have been two assists and a goal, was uh, really impressive for him. And, um, yeah, hopefully that's really sort of kick-starts his season and he can, you know, play a pretty big part in the in the main team as well. Yeah, it'd be good to give us a bit of a rotation option for both Grzycki and, and Bowen as the season wears on. Now, off the pitch, and even though the transfer window has now shut, there's still a few rumours swelling around about Summer City's players. So what do you make of the talk about Henriksen? Yeah, it's a bit interesting. I guess it was always sort of a bit inevitable. We've brought in Honeyman and uh, Lopez and a few others to sort of play those midfield roles. And uh, yeah, even though the window shut in England, we've still got um, the window in, in Europe going. So there's always a chance we're going to end up selling players. And it sounds like from McGann's comments that Henriksen's basically out the door, um, which, um, look, you know, when the when the window opened at the start of the summer, we sort of thought it was inevitable that he and Bowen were going to head off and, you know, managed to hold on to Bowen. But I think keeping hold of Henriksen as well was probably a bit too much to ask. Um, I think he's got a pretty young family, so he's always talked about potentially going back to Norway. So, you know, links to Turkey and, and other places are a bit surprising. But um, if he can get a decent payday, I guess that's not too, too surprising. But... Um, yeah, look, I think it's a bit inevitable. I guess if we can get a decent fee for him, that's the main thing. And um, yeah, squad—it's good. To, it's reassuring to have a bit of squad depth now, and and not be sort of dreading losing him. It's not like it's going to leave a huge hole in the squad, which is um, yeah, which is which is kind of a refreshing change for City. There's two games for City this week with Brentford first up this weekend. How tough do you think they will be? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one looking at Brentford's form. I think pre-season, they were really sort of tipped as one of the big challenges in the division. They brought in um, Jansen from Leeds and uh, sold more pay to Brighton, I think. So they've had a bit of fun swirling around to, to buy a few players. And they've always been one of those sides to sign a few unknown players, but play that sort of money ball game and, and, and sort of put a pretty decent squad together. So um, the fact that they lost their first game... Um, against, uh, names got, I can't remember who it was that they lost to, but then they, they did manage to get a result on the weekend against Borough, um, but then uh, got knocked out of the cup this morning by Cambridge. So it's a bit of a mixed start for them, a bit of a hard one to read. I think away at Brentford, it's it's always a tough game. We, we've kind of struggled there a bit lately. Um, of course, getting a pretty decent win down there a couple of years ago um, with Robertson and Klukas in the side. But... Look, I think if we can go there and get a point, um, I think that's a positive result. Obviously, we'd love to get the three points. Um, I think the Cup game is really going to have 
given the squad a bit of a boost. Got got a bit of optimism going in the squad now with a few wins on the board. A bit of pressure for places, a bit of competition. Um, really gives us a bit of flexibility and, and, and you know, gives the manager the right sort of headache going into that game. Um, I think in terms of the lineup, I probably wouldn't see too many changes from the weekend's win against Reading. I think if anyone's a bit sore or tired, maybe you rotate them, but um, the guys who've played midweek aren't, aren't necessarily going to be any fresher. So, um, look, I guess I guess you'd kind of use the logic of it's a winning side that played the last league game. So, what you know, give them the first opportunity against Brentford. If if any of them are struggling or, or drop off, then bring someone off the bench and, and give them a shot. So now, obviously, a win would be the best result, but what would you see as a good result overall? And what do you think the lineup would be for this game? Yeah, look, I think, as I sort of touched on, I think a draw is probably a good result. But if we can get the win, I, th- I do think it's there for the taking. I think um, lineup-wise, as so sort of as I was saying, I think you probably go with Eves up top uh, with Bowen and Grzycki. I think Milinkovic does ask the question of getting a start, but I don't think there's anyone in that front three you could really push out for him. Um, Terrell put in a pretty impressive display um, against um, Tranmere this morning, so maybe he gets a, a chance. Um, but again, I mean, Irvine scored on the weekend. Batty and Stewart have both been super impressive. I don't really think there's a spot in midfield there for him. But um, look, he's asking the question and, and it, you can't really blame the manager if he does make the change. Um, but also, I think you've got to kind of stick with your stick with your 11 that's got the result on the weekend and, and go from there. But yeah, look, I, I, could, I could maybe see, I mean, the way we've been playing and the way we've been starting games, like I can't not see us scoring a goal um, and whether that then means that we're good enough to, to hold on to a 1-0 or, or manage to sneak a 2-1, um, who knows but um, look, I think the way we're playing at the moment, the chances we're creating, I mean anything's really on the board for us and, and a bit of momentum and a few wins and who knows what could happen He's hoping for a few more wins Now, the boys are back at home midweek for a game against Blackburn who have had a bit of a mixed start to the season, how do you see that one? Yeah, I mean Unlike Brentford, I think Blackburn is sort of um, performing as expected. I think they've uh, they've had two losses in the league and then got. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I think they no. They, they yeah, they've had two losses in the league and but then they knocked off Oldham um, in the cup this morning. So I think that's sort of about where you'd expect them to be. Maybe maybe managed to get got a win on the board already against Charlton. But um, look, I think they're one of those sides sort of like Reading in that sort of, uh, you know, bottom eight side. So you, you'd expect when they come to your home ground, you're going to be able to knock them off. Um, they, I mean, they've, they've put a bit of a decent squad together. They've got Rodwell. They've got Danny Graham, as we know, um, as well as Stuart Downing. And um, Gallagher from Southampton's a pretty decent option for them up top as well. So, I mean, they've got some firepower. They've got some weapons that could worry us. But, um, look, I think if Weatherby a side that's looking for a top half finish or a top six finish even... They're the sort of side you've got to be knocking over at home. Um, so, look, I think it's hard to predict too far out, depending on how that Brentford game goes. Probably look to rotate a little bit against Blackburn. You know, give a guy like Lopez, Terrell perhaps a chance. Gives guys like Batty and Stewart a rest, because I think those midfield roles, they're going to be running a lot of kilometres. And, and the way we're pressing and, and running at teams... Um, they're going to need a rest. Otherwise, you know, the risk of injury is pretty high. So I think there's always going to be an opportunity to rotate, especially in those midfield roles. Um, so I think Lopez and um, uh, Terrell will definitely get their chances in that midfield. 
Um, but look, where we can, I think we'd kind of try and keep that attacking trio of Grzycki, Bowen and uh, Eves consistent so that they can start to learn off each other and Eves in particular can hopefully get off the mark and uh, get a few goals for us. So look, I reckon <laughs> we, we seem prone to conceding at the moment, so I can't necessarily tip a clean sheet, but maybe a 2-1 or a 3-1 win would be, uh, be optimistic and uh, preferable for this one. Now, this season, you've been looking back at some classic matches that follow the theme of the week. And this week, you wanted to look back at a League Cup semi-final against Manchester United after that good win against Tranmere. Yeah, um, that, that win against United was a pretty special one. Uh, it was back when Silva was just starting to get going. I think, from memory, it might have been before we knocked off Liverpool. Um, so I think it was just as Silva was starting to get a bit of the... Uh, side gelling together. We'd just signed Nias and Evandro. Um, Nias scoring in this one, scoring the winner in this one, which was uh, quite impressive. Um, it's kind of interesting when you look at the lineup, some of the names involved. Um, I remember seeing the lineup that morning and, and thinking we were sort of uh, taking it easy to an extent. I mean, we had Marshall in goal. It was back when Myla was playing it right back for us because we didn't have um, Elab Dalawi and I feel like... I'm trying to remember. I feel like El Mohamedy must have been injured or something because he was just not in the side. Uh, Dawson, and, Dawson and Maguire at centre-back, Tymon at, at um, left-back, and then Huddleston, Klukas and Bowen in midfield, um, which is kind of a funny one to look back on and remember because I guess my memory of that season is Bowen really playing uh, against Tottenham towards the end of the season, but um, you kind of forget he did get his chances in the cup as well. So... Um, he, he has had a bit of a higher level of experience with us. Um, and then Maloney, Diamande and Nias up top for us as well. So look, it was a it was a mixed lineup, but you know, one that got a result and really sort of um, showed the potential that we had playing under silver. So um, you know, good, good game all round. And, and it's it, it, it's one of those games that McGann kind of calls back to when he talks about the fact that we've got cup runs in our DNA. We, we managed to make the semi-final. We weren't sort of uh, embarrassed or flat, flattened by uh, United. We lost the first leg 2-0, but then won the second leg 2-1. So we were only just knocked out in that one. Uh, and we got a massive sook out of Mourinho, which is always fun. I mean, kind of claiming that the game finished 1-1. He didn't see the second goal or he didn't consider there to be a second goal for us because he, he didn't believe it should have been a penalty. Um, always fun to see a bit of a meltdown from Mourinho. So, yeah, a, a good fun uh, good fun game all round. Final thoughts before we sign off? Yeah, look, I think it's going to be an interesting week. I think if we can get four points from the week, that's a successful result. Um, I think Brentford's going to be a really tough game. I think Blackburn are probably there for the taking and, and I guess we see what happens from there. But, um, look, I think as long as we can just keep this momentum going and getting the squad playing and gelling well together, I think that's the main thing. And, and hopefully, touch wood, no injuries. Now, hopefully, both those games go well. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back this time next week. Until then, come on, City. You've been listening to the official Hull City Australia podcast. For more discussion, join us on Facebook in the Hull City AFC Australian Supporters Group or follow us on Twitter at Hull City AFC Oz. The music was created by Amber and Black. There's no turning back, cause you're out.